Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the You Mad Bro podcast, and I warn you of mature content ahead. This show aims to tackle controversial topics going on in the world on a week-to-week basis. The platform of this program is opinionated and occasionally supported by examples and facts, but does not ever aim to be definite. That being said, the views offered by our hosts and guests are not intended to offend or hurt the feelings of any person, no matter their race, gender, sexual orientation, political viewpoint, etc., They only serve as catalysts for poor attempts at humor and maybe a different way of thinking. If you're such an individual that is easily offended or cannot handle your own viewpoints being challenged, you've been adequately warned to not participate. If you're still with us, then please stand, kneel, or lay down. Just be sure to remove your ball caps for the national anthem. What? You mad, bro? Settle down, settle down. This is the You Mad Bro podcast. No guests this week. We are riding Dolo with me and Nash. Nash, are you ready for another fucking ridiculous week? You have you were pretty angry and ticked off this week. What's what's going on, buddy? Yeah, yeah. Are you upset I am that fire? Red. Are you as upset as everyone else that Pride Month is officially over? <laughs> yeah, that's where all my. That's anger where all lies. the anger is. You can't- we can't celebrate pride for one. Day. And if you want to express your anger at us, which is bound to happen eventually, it's inevitable. Go to You Mad Bro Pod on Instagram, <laughs> You Mad Bro Podcast on Facebook, and of course, find us podcast on ambiguousproduction.com. We can be found anywhere. Every podcast can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, Google, Spotify, etc., etc., etc. But the main important place is ambiguousnetwork.com, along with GDP with Jared Laverne, friend of the show. Um, and Ricky's show is apparently coming back in the fall, which was news to me last week. Uh, so, Nash, yeah. let's play ball. Z- oh, oh, let's yeah. play balls. Oh, hey, hey, hey. Well, okay, so what we are, this week we are covering the situations at the migrant the migrant children at the border and just the disgusting, crazy shit has been happening there, why it's happening, and how maybe we can fix it. Um, we're going from there to the crazy, disgusting thing the NCAA is trying to have been doing for the past X amount of years with college athletes and what California, of all places, is trying to do about it. Um, we are also going to cover Kim Kardashian versus a kimono. Um, I know, seriously, it's, it's <laughs> hilarious. And we are finishing up with <laughs> This Isn't News is coming back. This Isn't News, the first time of the rebrand along with Nash. Do you have headbangers? Oh, I got We got headbangers. headbangers. It's terrific. You're going to all tickle me pink. We're going to start the pettiness off with the <laughs> migrant children at the border. Now, we've we've all know what's been going on at the border for the past years. Of course, people, people mention people the border. They love to mention, it happened to Obama, too. Oh, it happened to Obama, too. Um, but right now, nearly 300 migrant children were moved from the des- des- detention facility in Clint, Texas, after a group of lawyers who visited last week reported unsafe and unsanitary conditions. Nash, your initial comments on that headline. Um, well... It's sort of important to understand how how would lawyers know about that? What do you mean? That's gonna that well, I mean, how does that information get out? Like, they were think there. About this. Where does that information come from? Yeah, but why were they there? They wouldn't just go there. That's lawyers yeah. are pretty much by the clock people. They're they're making money by where that like what they are doing with their hours. So they would only go there if they had reason to believe they needed to go there. You know, reason to believe that the facility, the people who managed it said 
we're understaffed. We're underfunded. The facility isn't being run properly. So you think they kind of this? They so that's kind of an important thing. Blew the whistle on themselves. Well, no, I think they. I, I think they have to. At some degree, it's going to get out. It, that, that'd be next mm. to impossible to to keep all that to keep all that secret. Okay, I honestly did not think that when I heard lawyers. Well, let's say the lawyers broke this story. I thought was really. It didn't. It didn't occur to me that these weren't reporters. I don't know why, um, but the lawyers said the children were not given access to soap, toothbrushes, and other essentials, and may be forced to sleep on concrete floors. Border Patrol officials say that children are only intended to stay at the facilities for a short term term period. Um, I believe it's up to seventy two hours, and due to lack of shelters and funding, yeah. they are forced to keep them there for weeks without adequate care. So obviously these children and all migrants seeking asylum should be taken care of. You know, basic human needs like food, water, and shelter and some sort of comfort should be there. But in this certain certain circumstance, there's just too many. There's too many. Yeah. There's too many and not enough then there's nowhere for them to go. Mm-hmm. Now before we actually That's, get uh... into um the whole conditions, we have some quotes from the lawyer. Um, Warren Binford is the main one, as well as legality of situation. Um, mainly on the left, AOC, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, has been the front runner coming out and considering these camps to be concentration camps. They're comparing them to concentration camps. Now, tech, technically, <sighs> it does fit the definition, but what is the definition? I mean, the definition they, they are being held in a concentrated area. Yeah, it's okay. So it's I imagine the definition is something like a, a group of people being concentrated to a single confined yes. space. So, yeah, but right. you know, you you hear the term <laughs> concentration camp, you immediately think of well, the immediately first thing I think of is death and gas. Um which yeah exactly which, as of now the gulag yeah, shit is like nowhere that near what's going on so I I, I I i see what they're trying to say with their argument but it's just it's wrong these are not concentration camps in my opinion it it's honestly dude this is just absolutely disgusting yeah. and it, it's a it's an incredibly negative thing to say because first she knows exactly what mm-hmm. she's saying. You know, there's no like, like, oh, well, I'm, you know, by the book, this is a concentration camp. No, you're saying a very emotionally loaded term, you know, at somebody who's politically in charge. And you can't, like, delicately do, like, that's so forceful. Mm-hmm. It's not true and detracts from the actual importance of, like, the meaning of that word, how everybody else delivers connotation to that word it, it's just a blame shifting statement that implies that the facilities were built there for the only purpose of killing people and that could not be farther from the truth people aren't even supposed to be there for yeah. that long they're supposed to just hold them there until they have somewhere else to put them and they literally can't so yeah no i'm on i'm on the same page yeah. with you it's 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 petty politics i think it's bad politics to call them, comparing them to even remotely close to concentration camps. It's, it is, it, like you said, it, it's disgusting. Yeah. It's, it's, disgust, it's disgusting. It's just beyond misleading. Mm-hmm. 
And it's so blatantly obvious how you're trying to mislead somebody. Like, I don't know how you feel good about yourself by saying that. It's and don't get me wrong. What we're about to read um, that's going on in these situations is also disgusting. It's also deplorable. It's also something yeah. that shouldn't be happening. But to make that comparison is apples to oranges. You're comparing like Shakespeare to a four-year-old's painting of Shakespeare. Yeah. <laughs> Completely it's, different things. There, the, I think the reason why I'm so mad about this is because there is no good being done mm-hmm. on either side on any side Mm-mm. at all and then it's finger yep. pointing finger pointing and kids dying well let's get into it so lawyer warren binford <laughs> was the main person in the articles coming out and making all these statements she says quote we were so shocked by the number of children who were there because it's a facility that's only has the capacity for 104 people and there were over 350 people there. Quote, children described to us that they had been there for three weeks or longer. She goes on to say they were filthy, dirty. They told us they were hungry. They told us that some of them had not showered or had not showered until a day, day or two days before we arrived. Many of them described that they only brushed their teeth once. Many of the children reported sleeping on concrete floors. Um, Binford said that the children told lawyers that nobody's taking care of them. So basically the other children are trying to take care of the younger children. Um the guards would ask young children to watch over infants and toddlers and quote, and sometimes we hear that the littlest children being alone themselves are on the floor. There was a lice infestation as well as influenza outbreaks. A number of children were being taken into isolation rooms, quarantined areas where nobody's with them except other sick children. This is 2019 America right now. Yeah, no, that's absolutely the most, probably one of the most disturbing images you can. Like you can, Probably the most disturbing image you can mm-hmm. imagine. Just there's ab- there's absolutely nothing right being done about the situation, and I guess you know I guess we we got to continue forward because this is just <sighs> moving right along. <laughs> so when when Bidford was asked, "Are there any laws being broken?" <laughs> Uh, she goes, yes, left and right. Laws are being broken, yeah. left and right. And yeah. when, I, when I took that as, I was like, oh, left and right side of political spectrum. No, no, no. She just, she just meant the actual term left, like the actual turn of phrase, left or right. <laughs> like the actual use, like as in everywhere. everywhere. She says, quote, there is nothing sanitary about the conditions they are in, and they are not safe because they are getting sick, and they're not being adequately supervised by the Border Patrol officers. This is a violation of the case law. Quote, these children are not supposed to be in a Border Patrol facility for any longer than absolutely have to, and in no event are they supposed to be there for more than 72 hours and they're being held for three and a half weeks. They're not supposed to break up families, um, which they are. These children need to be kept with their parents and family integrity is a constitutional right and that's being violated. Um, That's interesting because... Do they have constitutional rights if they're seeking asylum? Well, I guess, I guess if they're seeking asylum, um, well, I mean, technically, I guess they don't have constitutional rights. I mean, this, this is the big thing. Like, I'm not for illegal, you know, citizens right. being in the country. That's right. pretty obvious, I think. That's kind of obvious to anybody listening, but they're—I mean—they're people. I don't—I don't want chill. I don't want. There should not be any children starving to death in America. Period. 
whether they're citizens or not. And especially if they're under the care of the government. Mm-hmm. That, to me, is just the most absurd thing. But it, it's, a, it's, a, it's made out to be a more complicated issue than it is, I think, right here. And who are suffering? People with pretty much nothing. People who have suffered more than, <laughs> more than, more than anyone else in America can imagine. More yeah. than likely. So there are bigger problems here. The government simply does not have enough resources or capacity to deal with the number of migrants in detention centers. That is just – it doesn't matter if you're left-wing, right-wing, centrist, uh, liberal, libertarian, whatever. We just don't have the capacity to deal with this number of people right now. Uh, the Department of Health and Human Services and Homeland Security Department of Defense Department and Justice Department requested $4.5 billion from Congress – to help care for the migrants in detention, um, which I believe has since been passed, but yeah, uh, yeah, I think the emer- I think there was an emergency one point two billion that was immediately mm-hmm. passed. Um, I forget if they passed that or not. The department, just for clarity, the Department of Health and Human Services is is what's supposed or where these people are supposed to be mm-hmm. going. They're not supposed to be at the detention center. No, no, no one is supposed to be at the detention center. But the Department of Health and Human Services doesn't have anywhere or anything to mm-hmm. you know put them in. So that's that's kind of the issue. Just because that that really doesn't get mentioned, I feel like that's not getting mentioned as much as the facility is. You know, killing people like it's the, f- the facility is a cog in the machine, and you know they're trying. They're, try- they're trying with absolutely nothing. And it, it really got to me excited a little bit more research on this. So I was trying to see sort of, you know, how exactly this thing came about. And one report uh, I read, it was in the news. I, if I can't remember, I, I think it came from like Nancy Pelosi's Twitter. She knows it's credible. But yeah, but it, it, it was in the report that I read. It might have been from the BBC. It's usually where I read uh, my news from. It said uh, that one report: the Democratic the Democratic leadership wasn't giving funds because they did not think that this administration would be using them properly. Yeah, no, we're going to get to that too. Uh, so, congressional Democrats have <sighs> said they do not want to give money to the Trump administration because they do not believe it will actually go to helping migrants in detention facilities. There, I think that that like AOC, uh, Ian Omar, uh, Ayanna Presley from Massachusetts, Rashida Tlaib from uh, Ms. Michigan. Am I is Michigan, Maryland, Missouri? Yeah, whatever, Michigan. Michigan. Maryland MD, is MD. Uh, issued a joint statement regarding the issue. He says, quote, it is absolutely unconscionable, unconscionable to even consider giving one more dollar to support this president's deportation force that openly commits human rights abuses and refuses to be held accountable to the American people. What? And see, to me, that is where literally everything that the Democratic Party is saying they are turns to absolute garbage right there you're saying you're not giving a single dollar because them deporting them is inhumane yet what's being well, happening right now by, is by inhumane. you not giving 
yeah, by you not giving them that dollar, what happens? Well, let, let, let's, let's, because there are pretty much two obvious options here. Either one, the dollar hopefully goes to what we assume it would go to. It goes to increasing the detention facilities capabilities, increasing the Department of Health and Human Services capabilities to house these people mm-hmm. or detain them properly with human rights. Okay, that's the best case scenario for everyone. Now, the other option that he says, if all that money went to deporting them, how would that be worse than them caged up in an area that can't properly guarantee their sanity or sanitary or can't properly guarantee them sanitary conditions mm-hmm. to live in? How that I'm I'm sorry, but if if that's what your options are, you you've chosen the possible the worst possible option. You could your intuition on where the money might go means absolutely it's not good enough. That's it's not a, it's not a good enough because reason. It's not a good enough reason. There's literally no there, there's no there's nothing to justify that reason because even if you are right that it wouldn't go somewhere properly. You have a smoking gun that the money isn't being used mm-hmm. properly. It just—it—it's absolutely disgusting. Well, clearly the money isn't uh, being—it is, isn't being used properly. But the money did pass, and some—maybe not, probably not enough—but these conditions better get better, and it's Congress's job, the power of the purse, to allocate those funds. Well, the, well, this was the debate when the government shut down. Yeah. Was that this? This is what they were debating about: more border funding. It didn't. Yeah, yeah. De- deportation is a part of it, but the border is a again. It's a big machine. There are many aspects of it. If you want the whole system to be better, you need to give it money. And so, th- this is where we see this unraveling thing. This is sort of my whole point of how this is evidence. Like I'm not. I don't know. Do you have more to say on this? Because I don't want to get into No, this keep going, Nash. Keep going. Keep, going. keep talking. I just, it's, so some things I uh, I need to get, you know, right off the bat is that Ocasio-Cortez's comment that this is a concentration, this is a concentration camp. It's just either you're brain dead or you, you're just owned by somebody and you can't speak without mm-hmm. without permission. You know what I mean? Because if you call it that, it is so blatantly incorrect. So blatantly and not, incorrect. Not only that, because you are part yeah, of the and problem. Not only that, she's you are part. She's going to call it that, and then not pass a bill that can give money to fix that. Exactly. This is why I'm not. I'm on neither side. I, I am technically a moderate, with slightly right leaning tendencies because i believe in the classical republicanism of states Mm -hmm. rights the state should be your primary focus because it's easier to manage a smaller group of people that's just fact the bigger a federal government is the more dangerous it is and the more it isolates power to people that shouldn't have power now why that is becoming sort of more and more an easier idea to fall into is because it's things like this that just it's it's evidence that the democratic leadership is literally asleep behind the wheel 
like they 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 don't know how like the whole this whole situation is because they don't know how to deal with Trump. So their decision is we can't let him get any positive. We can't let him do anything. Sort of. We can't let him do anything. Yeah, we can't we we can't let him have his way in any way. Do you see how that could be bad? Because what if remember remember when Obama was elected? And the head of the Republican Party was the, – the, the Republicans' party's main goal is to make Obama a one-term president. They said the exact yeah. same thing, which gets you nowhere. Absolutely nowhere. It's petty. It gets you absolutely nowhere and has such – it's so detrimental to the country because you're not thinking about the country. You're thinking about this person not And you're thinking about the way. party. Exactly. Not even. Not even the party. If they were thinking about the party, they would be thinking slightly long term. They would maybe wonder, hey, what are the ramifications of our actions? What happens if we don't fund the border? The, you know, the border mm-hmm. security. Because there's already border security there. There's already a system in place that is detaining illegal immigrants crossing into the border for most of the border. So what happens if we, I don't know, not pay it? Is it going to get better? No. It's just going to decrease overall because no one is paying for it. And I, I, I just, they can't admit their actions to this because they essentially are causing this problem. Like, I can agree, I understand how you can be like, okay, you know, Trump doesn't seem that nice of a guy. He wouldn't, you know, he doesn't have the people's interest at heart. That's fine. But... It's kind of hard to make that argument when the people who say that they do aren't even willing to try and fund for basic human needs. It's it's like they're not it's like they're not thinking. <laughs> and that's just the most tragic thing because people have died well, couldn't, because of couldn't it. Trump get the money from somewhere else? I mean, he tried, I, and I think the uh, it was shot down when he tried to allocate the emer- emergency point. his emergency powers. We had Jar Jar yeah. Binks sitting well, yeah, up there with his emergency powers, saying, the Chancellor now has emergency powers. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, and I think that got okay. shot down. Which, you know, is, is legally... Have, that, that's another thing about the system. The United States' government, I mentioned this in an earlier podcast, but I think we deleted them. The United States government works incredibly slowly. You want the best example of the United States government it's the DMV. The DMV is the perfect example of a bureaucratic order because it is slow, is and it's slow because it's filled with people who don't care because they're going to get paid. They're doing nothing for not a lot of money, and they're going to get paid. It's going to get processed. Everything will happen, but it's going to take a while because they're not. There's not a lot of motivation. And that's a good thing in the large scale of our government because if if it happens quickly, if a government moves very quickly, it's very hard to regulate. It's very hard to check it. It's hard to make sure that they're doing what they said they were going to do. But right now we have nothing's getting done and they're both blaming each other and the Democrats are just outright wrong. And... You know, I said I'm moderate, and if you're wondering why I'm not hammering the Republicans, it's because they asked for the money in the first place. So, 
saying a little quip about concentrate like concentration camps like is is i think that should get you thrown out of office because <laughs> you've helped create this mess of a system either willingly or unwillingly but either way you're not <laughs> you're not part of the solution so what is what is the solution i mean the left yeah money got passed so what what can the, what can the left do what can the right do to make sure this doesn't like this to fix this problem well to fix the problem you essentially the issue that they had is the department of health and human services yep. didn't have enough uh, didn't have enough space to house these. They also people. didn't have enough. Um, they didn't have enough border, border protection commission. Yeah. Like they didn't have enough border patrol people. They only. They have enough workers. Yeah, oh yeah. They have enough workers. Like not enough staff. guns. They not enough staff. enough staff. Yeah. And so, you know, clearly more of that. But this is sort of the point why, like they say, they need four point five billion dollars. Mm-hmm. Well, they need $4.5 billion because of all the illegal immigrants that have come into the country and haven't been processed or that have been taken back over the border and tried to cross again or just different people doing mm-hmm. it. So the issue is kind of obvious, isn't it? It's kind of, it's kind of clear that if you have people who illegally enter the country that they get detained, and now we have to pay for that. So one might say that a solution is to make sure they can't get into the country. (laughs) 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 It seems a little too too obvious, Nash. it, It seems a little too obvious, and I get, you know, you can say that's bad, you can say that's mean, I, yeah. Sure, but again, I we said this I said this in another episode and I'm going to stand by it. Immigrating to this country has never been easy. Ever. It's not supposed to be easy. It has never been easy. It gets easier sometimes like when we're at war and we need cannon fodder. Mm-hmm. And it, do, would you really want that? It's never been an easy thing. Why? Because if you just let anyone in the country, the country goes to garbage. Why do you think Australia has, like, one of the lowest unemployment rates ever? Because they don't just let anybody in. They let you in once they know you have a job. Once you can be a functioning part of society. And so, yeah. I'm very angry. All right, Nash. I think, I think I think we've <laughs> talked this into the ground. By we, I mean you. <laughs> that was good, Nash. I'm honestly, I'm honestly impressed. I didn't, I didn't have to say anything. I said, let you fucking talk. Um, but end, end of the day, this issue has been discussed before yeah. about funding for the wall, funding for the border. But at the end of the day, right now, this money should not be used for anything but to make sure these people, these children, have enough for basic yeah, human to live with rights. The, you, Exactly. You have to live with the consequences of this lack of action. Mm-hmm. And then it's, after that... It doesn't that, do on anybody... And, huh? After that, after we take care of them, did this, the conversation to either send them back or keep them in, that's a conversation to be had later. But right now, the most important yeah. thing is make sure these people can still be fucking alive so we can decide what to do with them first. Yeah. 
making sure they're alive. Yeah, it's like we talked about last. So it's, like, we, it's like what we talked about last week with the legal marijuana in New York. You gotta kind of pass it first and then figure it out later. Now you gotta take care of these people and then figure it out later. Yeah, and another, you know, people look at America as a beacon. You know what I yeah. mean? It's it's an inspiration. It's the best democratic republic in the it's world. Numero uno. And when they see things like this. It only brings it down. And it doesn't take a genius to see how stupid this is. Mm -hmm. How utterly idiotic. I I don't like politics, not because I don't know what's going on, but it's because no side is ever really that right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's just the horrible, tragic truth of the matter. And the the petty politics will continue when we get to this isn't news, because... AOC is not out of the woodwork yet, ladies and gentlemen. She is. She had a. She had a pretty rough week. Let's just put it that way. I've seen the meme of her going around with her all crying outside Chick Fil A when she knows it's closed on Sunday, and it's fucking hilarious. Um, but from there, we are going to the NCAA threatens California <laughs> schools over bill that allows college athletes to be compensated by their name and likeness. Now, Nash. This this has been the big question since as for a long, long time. Should college athletes be paid? Now, Nash, I'm going to ask you straight up: Should college athletes be paid? Yes. Good. Glad we agree. Now, what should they be paid? I have another for. Oh, what should they be paid for? How should they be paid? How should they be paid? As in, like who they're getting paid by? is that that's up for debate uh there are some people i've talked to who are of the mind that it's like there should be a professional athlete major that's my idea and that's yeah that's it's not a bad idea uh i don't necessarily i don't necessarily disagree with that because it can actually uh, what happens to a lot of athletes the second they stop playing they go broke. Yeah, I saw a 30 for 30. A lot of football players go fucking broke. Because they don't know how to manage money. And anytime, you know, anytime you're of, you know, in a low status, in a bad situation, and you get put in a good situation like that, like incredibly quickly, if you're not taught how to manage that, that transition, Nine times out of ten, you won't, you won't, you'll go back to where you were before. I mean, I'm, there are certainly people that can do it on their own who are autodidacted enough to learn how to, you know, get out of that or maintain their new status. But I think that takes such an incredibly unique person that we need to be teaching people how to do it. Mm-hmm. My my whole issue is I don't think athletes should be praised at all. So. Okay, so, well, this brings us to California. So in February, two California state senators (laughs) proposed a bill that would allow college athletes to obtain an agent and be compensated for their use of their likeness. Now, that means they can make money off their own name, their own brand themselves. They can make money off who they are as a person. Current NCAA bylaws do not allow for athletes to be compensated or have any representation because – because, just because, no reason why, just because. because the NCA responded to the bill and warned that if California colleges and universities could risk being banned from NCAA championships, that means football 
and basketball, and I guess baseball if anyone cares, which, spoiler alert, they don't. Um, the bill <laughs> has continued to pass through different com- uh, committees, including the state senate, uh, reigniting conversations about the NCAA rules. So this is the bill. The bill is called Bill 206, which, first of all, great name. Love it. I don't know why it's Bill 206. Love it. <laughs> it's also called the f- I'm, just a bill. I'm just I'm just a bill and I'm only a bill and I'm sitting here on Capitol Hill. Oh God, I hope and pray that someday, but today I am still just a bill <laughs> 206 with a great name. Also known as the Fair Pay to Play Act. Not as good as 206, not gonna lie. It's like it's like it's yeah, like, 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 like a fallout vault. Um so <laughs> it was first introduced in February 2019, my birthday month, by the way. Uh the proposed legislation would allow, quote, compensation of a student athlete for the use of talent's name, image, or likeness, end quote. At universities and colleges in California, it would allow athletes to obtain an agent or representative. It would be illegal to evoke a student's scholarship as a result of earnings compensation or obtaining legal representation. So if they're on an uh, academic scholarship, which they're not, but if they're on an um, athletic scholarship, which they are, that cannot get taken away. Um, if passed, it would go yeah. in effect in 2023, which it did in a 31 to 5 vote. So Nash, your overall thoughts on this bill, its, its meaning, and how it can affect college sports moving forward my opinion is that i think this is fantastic i think it's a long time coming now the ncaa or the school themselves should not be paying these players to play that is what a scholarship is for and granted they do make a majority of their money in the pros they use college as a launching pad to the pros so they get their money in the back end but in the for the time being college athletes are being wrung out like a sponge by the university and the NCAA, they made $1.7 billion in the 2016-2017 season, and players did not see a dime of that. That is a fucking crime. Yeah. Exactly. It's slavery. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I think what this does immediately for California is it makes it essentially a hotbed for recruitment. Anyone, literally every best player ever mm-hmm. for any sport – is going to want to go to California to play because you can get paid a hundred percent. But this also, <laughs> so, this also, like, opens, this that, also opens the floodgates for other States to do the exact same thing. Exactly. Well, it has to, because now your competition is money and <laughs> it's a pretty big driving force. Uh, but I think, uh, I think that's pretty good. I think, you know, they've got, it's a natural, they have a built in, uh, you know, barrier for that. In how they do scholarships, like I think you'll see a decline in athletic scholarships with this because you'll have people who will get paid enough to go to school there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's that's I think that's a win win for everybody. It's money getting uh, flowed through everywhere. Everyone Although, gets money, and it's it's you know, it's money they deserve now. Granted, yeah, granted, without a doubt, they deserve. Um, maybe throwing a stipulation saying they need to uphold a certain GPA, they need to do with like certain academic standards to pretend you care about their academic scholarships and lives. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Just, I mean, but like, everyone, like, everyone knows they're there 
to play. They're not there to learn. Look at their majors, which is why I always thought a professional yeah. athlete would be a good major for the reasons you put earlier. Athletes go broke. They can learn how to market themselves. Look at the NBA right now. Natch, I know you don't follow the NBA, but like yeah. <laughs> NBA players market themselves better than any other athlete like kevin durant steph curry like yeah. they they play the free agency game they play social media like the nba throughout the regular season is just as soap opery and bitchy as fucking professional wrestling like i'm i swear to god it's ridiculous um but it, yeah, but no, it works well, they, they know how, they know how to use it they yeah. know they know how to use it um and as it's being a major you tell them the do's and don'ts of social media you teach them the do's and don'ts of handling media the do's and don'ts of saving money um you have former athletes maybe teach some courses here's what i did you know like this could be very effective for for students and even they could be like you know what i'm a football player i don't want to ruin my brain but I'm really good at the sports marketing thing. Let me do this instead. Yeah. Like, yeah. And the NCAA is just like, no, we're going to keep our foot pushed down on your throat and not let you do any of this. We're going to try. Um, well, they're racist. So. Yeah. Well, so the NCAA had a letter <laughs> to California. Mark Emmert, the president of the NCAA, uh, wrote a letter to the authors of the bill. State Senators Nancy Skinner from Berkeley and Stephen Branford from Gardenia. In it, he writes, quote, When contrasted with the current NCAA rules, as drafted, the bill threatens to alter materially the principles of intercollegiate athletics and create local differences that would make it impossible to host fair national championships, end quote. He goes on to say, quote, As a result, it likely would have a negative impact on the exact student-athlete it intends to assist, end quote. What the fuck are you talking about? Quote, Passage of the bill now would create confusion among prospective and current student-athletes and our membership. The impact of a premature past bill would be difficult to untangle. Yeah, I mean... That last part, they're not wrong, you know, but like that statement I said earlier, by doing that, it's going to give them a huge advantage as a state. But also the NCAA doesn't care about the students at all. So I don't really think they have a right to say that. <laughs> like, how, Sorry, how, you've been, how you've are we been stealing money. The tangle we made to begin with. Exactly. So, yeah, you can shut your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Green light. They have the right to do he, this. And this is the thing, man. If the, the NCAA is going to get to a point where they need to realize that if this becomes a trend, something's just going to replace them. Mm-hmm. Because I think it'd be a lot easier to replace them if all of a sudden you've got money going not into their pockets. It'd be a lot easier to create another collegiate athletic association. Yeah. And, and like I said, they made $1.7 billion in 2016 season, which I just went, wow, share the load, the load, the load, <laughs> the load. <laughs> it's like Sam trying to take the ring right, from I know Frodo. It's pr- I know it's Pride Month and all, Daffy, but chill. <laughs> the load. Um, now, this, this bill has not been 
a fully 100% pass. Like, as you said, as a DMV reference, politics takes a long, long time. Long time. Um, so the bill was heard before the House Committee of Arts and Entertainment, Sports, Tourism, and Internet Media. We're passing a five to one vote. It now advances to the Higher Education Committee, who will have to approve the bill as well. They are scheduled to meet later on in July. So, and after that, I think it has to go to the governor's office and, you know, government. So, but right now, it's looking good. This is, I think this is a great bill. Um, but let's talk about some other things. The NCAA is a trade association, which means they cannot enforce any bylaws that violate federal or state law. Yeah. So even if this bill's passed, Bro. the NCAA may not be able to ban them at all. Yeah, they won't. Because, because guess what? The government has more power than the sports club. <laughs> <laughs> not to mention a tax-free nonprofit organization. <laughs> Wait. The NCAA? Is? It's a tax-free nonprofit. Oh, get out of here. Yep. Dude. No yep. way. Oh, they're going down. They're gonna burn. Yep. They just <laughs> they just don't want to lose their money. Yep. <laughs> I I smell downsizing. Yep. So, you know, I typically don't give California credit for anything, uh, for their progressive bullshit and like far left weird like I want a kitty litter in my desk office, kinda like identify as a feline kind of thing. But this one, you know what? Good for California. Yeah, no, good on them, 100%. This is a long time coming. So. A long time coming. But let's let's go to the arguments on both sides. This was uh, Skip Skip Bayless said this on uh, ESPN once. He goes, athletes risk their health, their well-being, and their career for free as college athletes, especially in football. Now, they you got to be a student athlete in football defensive lineman or something, you get a really bad concussion, your career is over. Before it even begins. Yeah. That's the risk. That's the risk. So, and they do not shit for free. Yeah, exactly. It's not right. They don't even have, like, not even offering some sort of liability that you know what i mean like if that happens they maintain their scholarship or you know what i mm. mean like that's just uh it's slavery um but the other side is pay to play devalues their education that was i heard on fox business and i just went right right um, so my experience with student athletes uh I remember freshman year, I was in this history class because I I was a history major. So, you know, the focus of my education was taking history courses. Mm -hmm. And uh, as a freshman in this freshman course, maybe half of it were junior, senior athletes (laughs) that just didn't do anything in it. They didn't talk about anything. They very you know rarely even showed up so i think anyone who you know has a tv understands that they're not really at that school for an education they're there to play the sport that's what got them into the school under their really really nice scholarship yeah and that's really what 
the school cares about. That's why juniors and seniors were in an, uh, a freshman level history class. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't in there because they love the Constitution. I'll tell you that much. Why? Why do we keep? Why do we keep <laughs> pretending that student athletes are there for Scotland for there for education? Why do we keep telling this lie to ourselves? By by and by we, I mean you know. The NCAA. That and like right wing people. It's, it's, very, it's a very right wing thing to say, um, typically, that they're there for an education. Durr. Well, it's, it's because they have to be. That's the thing. Because there isn't, there isn't a uh, professional athlete's major. Mm-hmm. There isn't, you know, there is, <laughs> which. Why is there? You can get you can get a major in cat poetry. So like, who cares? They can do like they do like health sciences or physical career. education or whatever. They just major in pussy if they're really good. Yeah. <laughs> so let's let's <laughs> let's go to the comments. Um, this is from Jared Book at Jared Book on Twitter. He goes, a music student on a scholarship could perform for money off campus without risking anything. Why are athletes treated differently? I see your point. <laughs> wow. I see his point. But the answer is simple. No one gives a fuck about your music. <laughs> I'm sorry. No one cares about Turntable Tercy's music. I mean, it's, it's just a fact. <laughs> but you, and that's why you can make money off it. Yeah. Right, and this is from Stand uh, at FS underscore UA underscore GA. Sure, Stand, um, and he goes NCAA just trying to keep recruiting as equitable as possible. So where are all the top recruits? NCAA just trying to keep recruiting as ec- 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 equitable, like equal as possible. So where are all the top recruits going to go if they can make more money in California? NCAA is for amateur sports. Yeah. Do you do you well, consider the NCAA amateur sports? Well, see, this is my this is kind of my point. So, you know, if you've got like somebody on a talk show, you know, and all of a sudden you know, they spill their coffee or something on a guest. You know, some of the crew person is going to run out there, you know, and give him a towel or something like uh-huh. that, you know? That person is getting paid because they're on camera. Okay. They're going to get paid. They're going to get paid because they're on camera. That's what's going to happen. So why aren't these kids who are on television almost every game not getting paid <laughs> like their identity their likeness is being used as a public image they have a right to their identity and that is why saying the NCAA uses slavery is 100% accurate because the NCAA is dehumanizing those players. They're dehumanizing by not giving them access to their own identity. Absolutely absurd. 
Richard Sherman goes on to say on Twitter, ha 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 ha, I love it. Anytime these kids start making money for their own, quote, name and likeness, it's an issue. This will open up so many avenues to allow players to profit and take money from the corrupt NCAA. Other states will have to follow suit for competitive reasons. 100% Richard Sherman, yeah. coming from a former student and they athlete. That's the thing. This, 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 if this bill passes, it won't last more than a year before other states follow because they'll have yep. to. If they want to bring revenue in. Uh, and it's about time. It's about fucking time. Um, now. And I mean, I think that's going to have really, really good economic. Hopefully it'll have good, you know, economic outcomes for uh, other states like, you know, Alabama may have may become incredibly profitable on mm-hmm. this. Like that that may become a major state, you know, economic factor is their their college sports. And people love college sports. So I think I think it's they it's do, inge- yeah. it's disingenuous to call them amateur athletes. Because people people yeah. like college football more than the NFL. People like March Madness more than the finals. Period. Because at that level, it's uh Almost anyone can win. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, you've got your top 10 team, but the fifth, the fifth, the 15th spot can still beat the number one Mm -hmm. seat. It can happen. That's why people love that. And because it's more personal because more often than not, it's people that went to that college, knew somebody that went to that college, was related to somebody that went to that college. And so you know their love for it is is greater than uh, a state like the NBA, a state team, just because they were there. You know mm-hmm. that's a, that's a big factor. All right, Nash, time is running out, so we will follow this story as it continues. But fuck the NCAA. <laughs> that's the moral of the story. Yeah, let's yeah. fuck them. We're moving on to Kim Kardashian versus a kimono. Um, oh, now, Nash, gosh. do you know what a kimono is? Yeah, I do know what a kimono is. Please, please, please explain uh, to Chief because I know he's googling it right now. It's a tra- <laughs> it's a traditional Japanese garb. Um, it's pretty much just like a robe. Yeah, looks super comfy. I, yeah, it looks incredibly comfortable. You ever see the movie Demolition Man? No, but everybody's wearing kimonos in the future. Ooh, <laughs> it's You've never seen with dude. It's got Stallone and Snipes. Doesn't oh, get better. Oh God, I'm gonna to the list. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what could Kim Kardashian possibly have done to make headlines everywhere? What could she possibly have done? <laughs> another another sex thing? <laughs> if only. She announced her new <laughs> shapewear line called Kimono Solution Wear on Tuesday. Reports, <laughs> reports say she filed a trademark for the brand in the U.S. last year, along with trademarks for Kimono Body, Kimono Intimates, and Kimono World. Many are accusing her of disrespecting Japanese culture by stealing the name of the historical garment. Critics have also found it offensive for her to attach the word to an undergarment <laughs> that are worried people people think her shapewear line first when hearing it. Um, Nash, have you seen what these, what these kimono things look like? No. They, they're pretty interesting. Go just follow this, follow this link and you can see them. Oh, wow. That, yeah. That's yeah. Skin tight. Skin tight. That's not, that looks nothing like a kimono. Not, not at all. But you know, I think no, it's, 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 it's like more tights. like a play on word. You know, her name's Kim. 
kimono. Ah. Mm-hmm. I think it's kind of clever. Um, so the Japanese like word underwear. kimono translates literally to thing to wear. It is like underwear. And they <laughs> are essentially long-sleeved robes tied with a sash that have been worn for generations. Kimonos are typically worn on special occasions during a huge part of Japanese culture. Right, like you just said. Many Japanese people on social media were outraged by a line accusing Kim Kardashian of stealing and disrespecting the Japanese culture. Her critics even took to social media using the very clever hashtag, Kim, oh no, <laughs> while expressing their disappointment. Wait, so people were, like, protesting it by saying Kim, oh no? Kim, oh no, like O-H-N-O. Is, how is that not disrespecting the word? What? Gosh, this is just dumb, dude. This is dumb. It's so dumb. Every time the Kardashians are brought up in this news, dude, it's just the dumbest thing ever. Who cares? Who cares? In a statement to BBC, a Japanese woman named Yuka Osh... I, I, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not going to get that right. She says, quote, We wear kimonos to celebrate health, growth of children, engagements, marriages, graduations, at funerals. It's, it's celebratory wear and passed on in families through the generations. This shapewear doesn't even resemble a kimono. She just chose a word that has Kim in it. There's no respect for the garment actually means in our culture. My question is, does it really have to? Yeah, what do you mean? Who cares? If you're that concerned about people stealing the the word you should have copyrighted it first (laughs) (laughs) you're you're just upset because it might become more popular like it's not like people are gonna all right no that's i take that back ignorant people are gonna are gonna forget what a kimono is if they even know what it is to begin with but still that's just dumb you're just that's just dumb (laughs) it's so dumb it's so de- de- all of these the, these kimonos okay actual kimonos fucking beautiful all right like they're, yeah, they they I I wish I could have one um it's like everybody it's just really just common just like robe yeah. you know what I and mean and like I just I understand um that you want to preserve your culture you know you don't want your culture being disrespected you know you want I get it but they're not related. <laughs> like it's 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 a play on words that just happens to be spelled the same yeah it's a pun yeah. like sorry sorry like sorry sorry your your robe is being used as a pun but <laughs> get over yourself <laughs> We have kids I, dying I, at the border, and this is like, what you're fucking mad at. This is the thing. It's not like it. It's not like a sacred like. It's like the Pope's hat. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's not. <laughs> it's just like an everyday thing that they've worn. So like, it's a bathrobe. Somebody, somebody, somebody used it differently. <laughs> Get over yourself. What do you mean? It wasn't like. It wasn't like like the like she didn't use like the, the likeness of the Buddha or anything. But Nash, it's, Nash, <laughs> like, it's cultural appropriation. You gotta respect my culture, my heritage, and all this. And if you don't, you <laughs> all was- culture is cultural appropriation. <laughs> 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 if there was a cultural appropriation, we'd be the Stone Age still. <laughs> <laughs> like, <what are> you- <laughs> this is utterly ignorant. Oh, it, you're right. It doesn't resemble a kimono. Not at all. 
<laughs> but they're right why, on that point. Why do people get so mad about stuff like this? I don't know. It's like if some guy, it's like if some like Asian guy, oh, this is the perfect example. It's like some Asian guy named T started using like t-shirt as his, I don't know, <laughs> his like race car <laughs> name or something. <laughs> Would we care? No. <laughs> At all? Exactly. We'd probably think it's pretty funny. But this guy, oh, I mean, these people, these, what is it? This is just Japanese people, I guess. Yeah, that's a Japanese. Yeah, thing. yeah. It, that and a, probably a bunch of white people who want to, you know, pretend to be woke. Yeah, like, that's just, that's just dumb. If you cared that much, you would have, you know, trademarked that a while ago. So that does fit under and, this isn't news, but Nash, are you ready for this isn't news? This isn't news. <laughs> Lay it on me. Today, I'm so happy bringing this back. I'm ready. Because, Nash, have you been following the Women's World Cup? Uh, yeah, they just beat France 2-1, to yep. right? Yesterday? Yep, they're favored to win. And I was like, wow, they're favored to win. But I remembered, oh, yeah, the, the good teams don't probably let their women play soccer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, honestly, you know what? No, dude, I, I'm going to go, go, go against that because we do deserve that. Because... <laughs> Other countries, you know, putting the shackles on women. Now they see it. Now they know. Now they know that America, freest country on earth, women can do. <laughs> our our women are going to destroy you. <laughs> <laughs> a sport we don't even really like yeah. that much. <laughs> I don't think you're going to see Saudi Arabia's uh, women's soccer team anytime soon in the finals. I don't, I, don't, I don't think you'll see them anytime soon anyway. <laughs> you might see their eyes. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think really anybody gets to see them. <laughs> All right. So um, the, the captain, um, what, is this, what is this lady's name? I, I forget it already. Oh, I know Megan, who you're talking Megan Raponi? Um, <laughs> hey, Google, who's the captain of the U.S. women's soccer team? <laughs> the United States captains include Carly Lloyd, Becky Sauerbrunn, and others. Let me know if you want me to tell you more. That shit. Google, Google didn't get it. So it's 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 Megan. I swear, man. How is how is Google not Sorry, giving us an advertisement after all this? Oh, they should be. Okay. Um, it's okay, Google. I'll talk to you later. Um, so Megan. Oh, revoir. That's goodbye. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Megan. R a p i n o e. Raponi. Sure. Right, we'll, we'll, sure. Let's, let's call her Megan. So um, she was asked. She was asked <laughs> in an interview that before they even wanted to go on to the semifinals, that if they won at all, would they go to the White House? And her response was, "Rapino, Rapino, sure." And her response was, oh. "No, I'm not going to the fucking White House." And people have exploded since then. And what I say is, Nash. This isn't news. <laughs> this isn't news. And here's a Vox headline for you. I've been shitting on Fox for the past three weeks. Ocasio-Cortez invites the U.S. women's soccer team to the House of Representatives. Nash. This isn't yeah. news. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, you know what? I, I feel like more people should be invited to the House of Representatives. That's more American. By the way, the it's not news. It's what? not news. And we have Ariana oh, yeah. Presley saying at to AOC, no doubt the food in the company would be much better. I'll bring red velvet cake at uh, Megan. You squat in. It's just like, uh, you you know, okay, AOC, you this like calling it a concentration camp. You know exactly what response you're going to get from your base and the other base. This yeah. is petty politics. I mean, I will. I, I, that is a pretty big dis, a pretty big diss to not go to the White yeah, House. Yeah, but who cares? Can't deny who cares? That. Yeah, I who guess. the fuck cares? Like, I get it. Make the political <laughs> statement, but why do they go anyway? I mean, okay, America, the World Cup, that makes sense. But if you win the NBA Finals, why do you go to the White House? <laughs> why? What's the point? Who the fuck yeah, cares? <laughs> it's an honor to why be does prison. politics have to be involved in everything? This isn't fucking news. The, people love saying, Vox loves saying, the news keeps saying, Republicans, Democrats keep saying, there's a great divide in this country. Well, you know what? Shit like this doesn't help. And I'm not blaming... Exactly. No, exactly. That's another... That's a big thing. And, yeah. That's a really and, good and point. I'm not, I'm not blaming Megan uh, Raponi either, What the fuck her name is. I'm not blaming Rapper. her. Because she was asked a question yeah. in an interview and she answered it. I'm blaming Fox. I'm blaming Fox. I'm blaming CNN. I'm blaming Yahoo. I'm blaming all these news organizations. Oh, no, yeah. Megan Rat. She's a, she's a U.S. citizen who has the right to make her own choices. She doesn't want to meet the president. Fine. That's her prerogative. Fine. And you. She is not. She is not a political officer. And you can, you can have she that opinion. Is a soccer yep, you player. can have that opinion. You can say that in an interview. But to run, to run I, with this I, story. Fuck you! This isn't news. I mean, that's a, that's a power. That's a powerful thing to say no, like like that. Like, in that, well, it's a powerful no. It's a, it's a powerful thing to say no at any time. But, <laughs> <laughs> but but it's. I mean, that that's a big. That's a, like uh, you know, you know, kudos for you for sticking to your guns, Megan. But uh, yeah, exactly what you said. Not a political opponent. So, who, who it's really not. Cares? It's not newsworthy. All yeah. right. That's it. This isn't news. I love that segment. Nash, are you ready for headbangers? Headbangers. Yeah, I mean, nobody's really here to call in, so let's just, you know, make jokes, I guess. <laughs> All right. I think I got some good ones. I, uh, we, we're going to Vox first. Nice, nice, nice. Comedy clubs that book Louis C.K. don't care about their staff safety. <laughs> Tickle me, pig. People Why? go to church on Sunday, don't care about anything that's been reported in the past four years about the Catholic Church. <laughs> also, also, was... they are probably the most safe because Louis asked permission first. Well, I was going to say, of, of course they don't care about their staff safety. They just had to listen to Louis C.K. Louis C. jerk off on the phone for 20 minutes. <laughs> Uh, Man, I hope Louis has a good comeback soon. I miss Louis C.K. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> he's he's funny, but if you if you go back and look at his jokes, it makes them a lot more disturbing. Well, yeah. 
Because I, I did try. I was like, like, after all this happened, I was like, oh, man. I started watching some Louis C.K. bit, and I was like, Yeah, that, hey, that, that yeah. bit where he goes, you can tell how good of a person you are, how soon after 9-11 you masturbated. And he made the, and, and he made the joke he made the joke that he rubbed one out in between the towers falling. <laughs> Which now I totally believe. All right. Okay, ready yes. for the next one? This one comes to us from CNN. So you know it's credible. It wasn't like a. It wasn't a major story. It was just a little, little video they had. A four foot fence did not stop this dad from saving I his son. I did see that. Um, <sighs> tickle me, Fink. Tickle, tickle me, Fink. Tickle me, Pink. The wall just got ten feet higher. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm gonna ask has has a four foot fence ever stopped anyone from anything? <laughs> if they're under four feet, if they're kids. <laughs> Honestly, I well I don't even think the fence was, did that. I was dude, so because... confused why that fence was around only one part of the pool. A <laughs> <laughs> four foot fence is not. You don't put a you don't put a four fence, a four foot fence up to stop anyone other than children and the paraplegics. <laughs> uh, all right, Fox, ready? Yep. Last one, Fox News. Biden puts foot in mouth with gay waiter comment at Pride Weekend fundraiser. <laughs> Tickle me pink. The sure thing went his ass later that night. <laughs> <laughs> I I was gonna say you should have seen what the waiter put in his mouth. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah jokes, jokes. That's how we put a warning at the beginning of the show. <laughs> we put up a warning. <laughs> All right. Well, I hope everybody has fun. Their kids dying in Texas because uh, the Democrats uh, are liars and idiots. I guess. And while the Republicans might be that, too, they didn't kill anybody with it. Yeah. Yeah. Until we get there, Nash, you've been listening to the You Mad Bro podcast on the (laughs) Ambiguous Network on AmbiguousProduction.com. Another week has come and gone, and the anger keeps rolling on forever and ever what are we going to talk about next week leave us stuff leave us some comments leave us some stories leave us some links some articles of stuff you want us to cover in the comments at you mad bro pod on instagram you mad bro podcast on facebook of course will tower shakes and thomas a-r-a-s-h-u-k anywhere across social media nash what do you think we're gonna talk about next week next week man what is uh, going Trump, on in the world Trump made today? it to North Korea. North Korea, first sitting president, yeah. Maybe, maybe, we'll, maybe we'll squabble uh, about that. Was there for like 40 minutes? Something like that. That's pretty cool, I guess. I don't know. If you want, if you want to be oh, a man. guest on this show, make sure to reach out to us across our social media. You are welcome to voice your opinion, no matter how smart or dumb. Just be prepared for your voices, your challenges, your uh, challenges, your opinions to be challenged by me and the fat kid. And yeah, pretty much anybody on the eastern side of the United States could be a guest. We're, we're spread out now. Yeah, well, anyone on the west coast could be on the get could be a guest too. There's you know, there's time differences. 
I mean, yeah, but the, the, they'd have to. They'd have to have Mike and. Whitman. Maybe, maybe not, but we'll be back next week as long as. You stay angry. Goddamn right. <laughs>